Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, May the 17th, and we uh, celebrated the Feast of the Ascension yesterday, at least uh, we did here in the Diocese of Green Bay. And um, so we we sit in that week now, right, between uh, the Ascension and the coming of the Spirit, that it's a very Holy Saturday feeling. Uh, Christ is is not present and the spirit has not yet come and we're in that middle ground now of course we live uh you know in in the, we live beyond that of course the, the the spirit's presence fully here but uh but in the midst of our readings and everything that's kind of where the disciples are i'm going to go off course again just like i did on friday on friday it was the feast of saint matthias and so i uh, because it was a gospel we had just read, I pulled from the first reading uh, from Acts of the Apostles from yesterday and focused on the Ascension today. We would have been in John 16, continuing our theme, but I really want to read the gospel from yesterday as well. Uh, it's Mark. So this is the gospel from the Ascension from yesterday. If you went to Mass, you heard it. Matthew 6, or excuse me, Mark 16, uh, verses 15 to 20. Okay. So let's uh, break open God's word together on this Monday, May 17th. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So here we get Mark's uh, interpretation of the ascension. Um, Different than how we hear Luke's, both Luke's in the end of his gospel, uh, which is, again, different from the one that he does uh, in Acts of the Apostles and different from Matthew's. They all have little variations here. Uh, but Mark's is, is unique in this one. That's the only one he talks about picking up servants with their hands and drinking deadly things. I, I, to my memory, I don't think, certainly Matthew doesn't say that, and I don't believe Luke does either. Um, and so it's just such an interesting, interesting take here. So let's talk a little bit about it. So, okay, Jesus, this is after uh, spending time. And, and in Mark's gospel, I don't remember uh, when this happens. I should have looked at that, how long he had stayed with the disciples. The, we get the 40 from uh, Luke in Acts of the Apostles, the reading that we read on Friday. Uh, in Luke's gospel, Jesus ascends on Easter Sunday night. 
Uh, but uh, but so I'm not remember remembering uh, in Mark's gospel how how quickly that happens. But anyway, after being with the the disciples for for whatever period of time enough, because really that's all forty means anyway. After being with them enough time, he gives them his final instructions. So what are those? Go into the world. So okay, don't expect the world to come to us. Don't don't remain stationary. Um, now I'm, I'm going to speak to you on my introverted side. I remember very clearly uh, my last semester of college. I um, shared a, an apartment with a, a good friend of mine uh, named Lita. She was an extrovert, and I was an introvert. And uh, and and I think both those things are still true. But I remember when we would have a party. Alita would flit about the whole everybody who was gathered and would go one to the next to the next to the next and speak to them. And it was just wonderful to watch her because that just gave her energy. And I would sit on one part of the couch and uh, and and people would come to me. And uh, and that was how I did it. And it was fine. It was fun. It was very enjoyable uh, for me as well, because that was my introverted side. I bring that up not to tell you about parties, you know, in lacrosse from, you know, 35 years ago. But I bring that up to say, um, Jesus said to his disciples, go into the whole world. So for you and I, those extroverts who are out there listening, we can't expect people to come to us. There really has to be a going out. We have to be more like Alita than Joe on this one. And how do we go out into... Um, into the world. Again, the world is, is not capital T, capital W. It is in our world. How do we go out amongst the people whom we know uh, and bring the gospel to them and proclaim the gospel to every creature? I love that. Not just every, every human, every creature. How do, we, how do we proclaim the world to all of creation um, and as best we can? Uh, and and I, I then I like how Jesus says, listen, okay, so whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And so baptism is a part of this, is, is we're called to it. We're called to be immersed into Christ, to die to ourself. Uh, that ritual is, is so good because it's so real and true. We're called to die to ourself and rise this new creation that lives no longer for I, but lives for Christ. And uh, whoever does not believe already is condemned because they're choosing to live for themselves, right? That we've talked about that before. These signs, I, this is so interesting. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. We're going to get to that uh, later on, I think, around Pentecost. Don't know if we'll get to it on Friday or next Monday because uh, I'm sure I'll do the Pentecost reading. It's just way too good not to. They'll speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. Those are some of the accompanying signs of being a disciple of Christ that Jesus says in his last words. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And so then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven. But they, meaning the disciples, went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word. I like this last sentence is where I wanted to go. And confirmed the word that they were proclaiming through accompanying signs.
Now, I don't know about you, my friends, but I, to my knowledge, have never driven out a demon. I have never really spoken a new language. I learned German in seventh and eighth grade, and I still remember some some very small, you know, uh, phrases, ich bin studenta, you know, um, I'm a student. That's what that means, <laughs> you know, but I really, you know, I, I think I, that's not, I think what Jesus is talking about. You're going to speak new languages because you take German in seventh and eighth grade. They will pick up serpents. I, I don't, you know, ever doing, remember doing that deadly serpents and drinking deadly things and it doesn't harm them. And I don't recall laying hands on sick and that they, they recovered. And so um, if these are the accompanying signs, I think I have to question myself and my uh, discipleship. But obviously I think there's more, right? Right? I, I think there's got to be. Um, that we go out and proclaim the word. Uh, but they, okay, so I'm going back here. But they went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. I think the question for you and I today, and what I really invite us to ponder, and, and I'll be quiet, is what are the accompanying signs that you have? What is that gift that when people look at you and say, boy, when I look at Lily, when I look at, uh, uh, you know, Susan, when I look at Brian, I see these accompanying signs or this accompanying sign. And the reason I believe the words that she or he is proclaiming uh, in Christ, when when, when I, I, I listen to their and hear their witness and see their witness, I believe it because of this sign. What is that accompanying sign that you carry with you? Now, the truth is, my friends, this is not a time to be falsely humble. We do carry an accompanying sign, or plural, signs. Every one of us do. Because that's what the Spirit of God does in our life. We thank God for that Spirit. That's true humility. It doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from, from you know, all my toil. It's a gift from God, but you and I have it, and it's important that we know it, because in knowing it, we need to hone it. Now, there's a story, and I'm probably, you know, some of you may know it, and you're going to say, Joe, you're saying it wrong. I learned it from Mark McGilka, who was a wonderful uh, gentleman who worked up at the Diocese uh, uh, of Green Bay for many years, and I think he took it from the book Good to Great, but I'm not sure if that's true or not. But anyway, it goes something like this. There was a uh, week-long summer camp, and, uh, and this fish and this rabbit both attended this week-long summer camp. And part of the activities, of course, was that they, they spent time swimming. And when they were swimming, oh, my goodness, the fish was fantastic at it. Just swam circles around the hare. And the hare was just floundering in the water and just could barely keep up. Uh, and, uh, and the fish was just, you know, going gangbusters. Well, the next day, they did relay races on land, and it was exactly the opposite thing. The, the, the hare was just incredibly good at it, and the fish was just flopping around, and it was just very difficult and didn't do really well at all with this relay race. 
Well, the bottom line is the, the camp counselors talked to each other and said, hey, you know, this fish is just awful at relay races. Let's take the rest of this week and let's really work on those skills and see if, if we can get this fish to be better at these relay races. So they spent the rest of the week trying to get this fish better at uh, relay races. And while they were doing that, the other camp counselors who were over in the pool were taking the hare and giving him swimming lessons and saying, this hare is awful over here. And, uh, and, and we got to teach him to be a better swimmer. And so they spent the rest of that week teaching the, the hare how to be a, a better swimmer. And, and you know, the truth is, the hare did get to be a little bit better. I mean, he wasn't floundering nearly as much as he was that first day, but he was still floundering. He wasn't very good. And the, and the fish, well, you know, at least he could flop in the right direction, uh, you know, after a whole lot of work. Uh, and uh, and they, could, they could get him to move a little bit, you know, toward the end goal of, of where the relay race was going. But he still, of course, wasn't good at all. The point of the story was um, the, the increases that the fish saw on land and the increases that the hare saw in the swimming pool were there, but they were incremental. But instead, if the counselors would have done exactly the opposite thing and taken the fish and said, you are incredible in this pool. We want to work with you to make you even better. And Hare, you are so fast at this relay race, but we want to take you and, and cut out all these little things that you're doing and, and, and even, tr you know, trim this so you are, 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 are just so good. You're even better at this relay race than you were. That that's how we go from good to great. It, the, the hare spending all that time in the swimming pool, he's going to go from, from pretty awful to, to maybe minorly awful. And, and the same with the fish. But if we focus on what those skills are that we carry, then, brothers and sisters, that's how we go from good or really good to great. That's the idea. And so, my friends, that's why I ask this question. It is important that you know and I know what that sign is. And, and I'm going to read that last line. But they, you and I, the disciples, went forth and preached everywhere. Again, can't sit on the couch. Got to be a leader. We have to go out and preach everywhere while the Lord worked through them. Again, it's all God's work. We just have to say yes to it and open ourselves. While the Lord worked through them and while the Lord confirmed the word through accompanying signs. God is going to confirm what you and I are doing out there through the gifts the gift or the gifts that we carry with us. And how do we continually put those before God, continually work on them, hone them, streamline them, trim them, so we can be better and better, so this gift is seen clearer and clearer by other people, and that they don't look and say, wow, look at Joe and look at that gift, or look at Frank and look at that gift, but instead that they look at God, because it confirms God's action, right? That's what's really going on here. While the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word that they were preaching, God's goodness, through the gift that they carried, through the accompanying signs. Brothers and sisters, it's important that we know and we work on and we give to God what those signs are. And so let's take a look. Let's ponder what those are today and continue to give them up so we can more and more be that witness that we are invited to be in our world. 
Let's pray. So last week we did uh, the joyful mysteries, right? So let's go into the luminous mysteries today. And so again, let's bring all of our prayers uh, to our loving God, trusting that he desires to hear them. As we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the best Monday and uh, enjoy this beautiful sunshine that is with us. We look forward to breaking open God's word again with you tomorrow.